Hey kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Springfield's Pure Classic Rock, 104.7 The K. Mike, the intern in the studio once again with Jay Stevens. It's Thursday and time for another edition of Dark Side of the Stream. Your initial, uh, your initial commentary, you look like you were like a Sasquatch podcast. Really? Like you had in, breaking info that you had found breaking. the Squatch. Yeah, you Actually, did. you know, That hat, that orange hat oh, and your beard, you look like you're down with the Squatch, bro. Well, thanks. Um, it's red. Really I'm not bright sure red. it's a compliment, but thanks. I appreciate it. Tried to match today. Iron Maiden shirt's good though. I appreciate it. Um, you know, Jay just wears one color and that's black, top to bottom, black shirt, black pants, black shoes. I'd love to wear a rainbow every day, but, but he can't you know how it is. So today, Dark Side of the Stream, we're discussing the documentary I picked called The Orange Years. Oh, which, is that why you're wearing orange? Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah well, it's red. red. It looks orange red, in the video. Red, orange. We'll go with that. Um Mike and dressed accordingly. The Orange Years is a documentary on Hulu, which tells the story of Nickelodeon, which after after PBS got done raising me with Sesame Street, I moved on to Nickelodeon as ah. a little bit older uh, child. And it was really cool to go through uh, reliving some of the shows that I grew up watching, like, you know, Hey Dude, and you can't do that on television. And Ren and Stimpy, yeah, I mean, come oh on, God, man. Uh, that was, as an adult, yeah, Ren and Stimpy it, was legit. It was it was an incredible story. One thing that jumped out to me early on was I had no idea so many women were actually behind the creation of Nickelodeon. I'm actually like a doctor. Uh, and it started with that. Uh, what you think about that cable service where, in, I guess it was late well, you 70s, pushed you the had buttons? a box and you I'd never interact. seen that either, yeah. This like they had all... like a star service. I mean, this was like early proto, like you look at, you know, American Idol now and everyone's texting in their favorite Right, to this vote. was how it was back then, like, you could vote. Late 70s wow, too. This crazy. wasn't like in the 80s or anything. This was the late 70s and I guess it was Columbus, Ohio or Cleveland or something like that. Yeah. It was in Ohio. They'd, you'd get this box and you could pick your channel and then you could like interact and there was one called Pinwheel on it, which was the early version of what Nickelodeon would become. And up next, Dark Side of the Stream, we're going to get Jay's memories of Nickelodeon. Oof. If he can remember mine next. Are, mine are foggy from yesterday. Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave of Springfield's Pure Classic Rock. Mike, the intern, back in the studio once again with Jay Stevens. This is Dark Side of the Stream. And today we are discussing the documentary, The Orange Years, which tells the heyday of Nickelodeon. Now, it's it's interesting because you definitely can see, at least from my perspective, being a child of the 80s, how much Nickelodeon had an impact on us and how much MTV had an impact on us. Early on when you were a kid, Nickelodeon was what you watched. And then as you got older... It would move to MTV, and I think they kind of mirrored each other. But very up until, similar, yeah, very similar. Up until this point, there wasn't a channel that was specifically devoted to children's programming. I thought it was great too that they a I didn't know that it went back so far in time to seventy nine. Incredible, but that they were catering to children, and they stuck to the script of catering to children, like turning down money deals and stuff. Because no, they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to poison kids' brains with advertising. They were going to stick to kids' programming, and the weirder the better, and everybody was cool with that. I on your point, there was early on in the documentary, a woman who was part of the, I guess, the launch of it said, you know, kids can smell a phony a mile away. Yeah. So they had to do things in their writing to kind of sell it to kids that this is a legitimate. Uh, there was always a, uh, there was a great skit in Mister Show about like a bunch of older people trying to pretend like they're teenagers and have like a teen talk show and how phony it is. Yeah. 
And that's how it comes across. Even now as adults, we can see it. Well, know? that's and, the way, I mean, that's the way sports center comes across now. Yeah. Like well, yeah, just yeah. Nonsense. It's completely phony baloney. And, uh, and that they're not the only ones, but yeah, at the time when people were actually legitimate, Nickelodeon was one hell of a monster and it had so many different things in there. Um, there was a lot of different, uh, things that came up, but while I was watching it, I started like kind of looking into some of the you know, unknown facts. And I guess when they had Ghostbusters, you know, like when you think of Nickelodeon, it's synonymous with the slime, right? Yeah. And in 84, Ghostbuster came out and Slimer was green and would slime right. them green. Hey, and so that's right. Wait a minute here. They actually sued Nickelodeon because of the green slime thing. But then the guy who was part of Nickelodeon said, what the hell are you talking about? I've been doing this in 79. I guess you oh. stole the idea from us. So, uh, lawsuit was dropped. Um, what were your experiences with Nickelodeon? I I, I remember really some of the shows. I think really was when it came into play because I didn't really have cable TV for a lot of my life or whatever. So it was like uh, Ren and Stimpy. I think mm-hmm. when, when my oldest daughter, when she was probably, I guess probably around 10 or so, uh, was Ren and Stimpy. We'd watch that together because it was weird as hell. It probably screwed her brain up, but Still it was perfect for me. me. Yeah, it was great, hilarious stuff. And then middle, well, the middle daughter, when she was about that age, was Dora the Explorer oh, yeah. and Blue's Clues. She would go nuts at the TV. The map! There's the map! Or Swipers, you know, he's hiding over there. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, it God. It's so fun watching them grow up. Uh, and that's part of watching this documentary. I thought the Orange Years kind of reminded me of growing up. We'll get to more Dark Side of the Stream next on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The K, Mike the Intern in the studio with Jay Stevens. It is Dark Side of the Stream today discussing the Orange Years, the uh, story about Nickelodeon's heydays. Now, early on, the child actors on the early shows didn't end up rich. Early Nickelodeon was so low budget and non-union, oh, they did not get residuals, which you don't hear about these kids anymore. The only ones you hear about, unfortunately, the ones that have problems with the law. No, or the good ones. But I was amazed that that, uh, Keenan, who's on Saturday Night Live still, was doing the same thing basically when he was a kid on those sketch shows, and now he's doing the same thing Saturday Night Live. He made out good, right? I think out of all those guys. Yeah, a few of them did. A few of them did. Some of them did not, but some of them definitely did. Um, You know, it's interesting. Another thing, I guess, when it comes to the slime, uh, most of the kid actors earlier on for you can't do that on television. We're complaining so much about getting slime that they ended up getting bonuses if they got slime. So it was like, you got ah, slime, you got 25, 50 little bucks. Little union, the kids yeah, forming little know. mercenaries. Which is true. And I guess the key ingredients of that slime was cream of wheat, of course, green food coloring, Johnson's baby shampoo, vegetable Whoa. oil, and sometimes they would throw cottage cheese in there. That's getting nasty now. I like your face. Oh, yeah. it's disgusting. That's disgusting. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it was really cool to kind of go through and relive some of these shows. Double Dare, which I loved. Uh, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I always wanted to be a contestant on. I was like watching those kids yeah. be contestants. Like, that, that one game that, looked that cutting edge too. better than that. That one game was cutting edge too, where they'd put the kids in video games, like green screen, and yeah. they were like in video games. Amazing. The, yeah. Know, for the time. They, you know? they were way ahead of their game. And, they and Ren and Stimpy, Log, I mean, I still wish we could buy Log. Dude, yeah. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Jay didn't learn that space lesson. Space Madness. Oh, yeah. Space Madness. Such yes. good. Uh, Something came out of my butt. <laughs> Okay, it starts it's out incredible. Jay Stevens doing his best Ren and Stimpy impressions on 104.7 The Cave. 
104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream. We are finishing up our conversation on The Orange Years, the documentary about Nickelodeon's heyday. I just came up with a brilliant idea, Mike. What is it? Well, with your Sasquatch looking look that you have today, your Sasquatch Hunter look, why don't we start a podcast like pretending to be serious that we're like legit Sasquatch dudes but the whole thing is just is full it of a it. joke. The well, whole thing is a joke, but no one knows it's a joke. I think it would get so no, get we, popular that right. people would think we were because we're serious. in the area, right? And I've heard stories on, about Ava. Like, I've heard stories about Ava, the Sasquatch family that lives in Ava. Ava, we could start with that. Like, all right, we'll talk after this. We'll talk after this. Ultimately, my fear is that it gets uh, so serious with, yes. and people like believe us. And then because they're like, out what there you, what do you need in a big in a good document? You were just kidding. What do you need in a good Bigfoot? You need like passionate dudes that are weird that me and you could easily play that i'll just put my hair out crazy and they'll look like i've been sleeping with sasquatch to see that all right we'll talk okay we'll talk after this so how many uh buckets of slime would you give this documentary i'd give it four buckets of slime i I learned something and it brought back some nostalgia and uh, things that i've forgotten about you know that i was like oh i kind of remember that hey dude and stuff like that i kind of remember seeing that on the tv It, it was nice to remember all the hours i wasted watching nickelodeon as a child and to remember some of the stuff that i don't really remember that well and uh to see how much work went into creating arguably one of the greatest all children programs. And a shout out to them for sticking true to protecting the kids and yeah. being just for kids. Yeah. It's hard to do that in the corporate world, it's you know, when people start throwing throw money at you. Especially after that time when they basically were like, Okay, you can advertise the kids now, it's cool, no big deal. Like right. they had a responsibility and I think they did good. They were kind of on the fringes, some certain things some like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy was more for adults if you ask Sometimes me. Sometimes SpongeBob also yeah, uh, had some very strange episodes that the were dude wears underwear just like uh this is for kids but you know ultimately they stayed the course for the most part and without nickelodeon i probably wouldn't be or at least have the same type of humor that yeah, i do definitely now. definitely um so thank you for help shaping me nickelodeon i appreciate that good bad or indifferent jay it's your turn for the next week's dark side of the stream Whoa, what do again, you want to blindside me what with we this do? well I was going to pick one, but you said you wanted to pick that one. So I'm going to uh, pick a different one. Either one is fine. We we know we're going to, the next I'm, two are going to be. Well, I know I've got more than that. Okay. Well, I know for, at least for me, I know what the next I'll two are. I'll let you be. have the ones that are musically uh, legit. You don't, okay. okay. I'll take, I'll take the oddball ones. Okay. I will go with, drum roll please. Heist on Netflix. Okay, cool. I've been wanting to watch that one. Very, cool. very, uh, very good. They're, they're little short ones, but man. Some crazy stuff goes down. All right. Well, I look forward to watching Heist as What does it feel like to steal $100 million? These guys will tell you straight from their mouths. I can't wait to hear it. Um, As always, download this podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app or wherever you get your podcasts at. And you can always watch it live on Facebook every Thursday. This is Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. And watch out for our new Sasquatch podcast.